Are you a man looking for an intensive program to help you overcome sexually addictive behaviors? Gateway to Freedom is your answer. Gateway to Freedom is a three-day workshop for men seeking to overcome any destructive sexual habits. Whether married, single, or divorced, Gateway to Freedom will help men regain hope for a new life of purity and real contentment. The workshop is conducted by experts in the field of sexual addiction recovery with decades of combined experience. Read testimonials of work Shop alumni at gatewaymen.com. Get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY. Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. I want to invite you to join us at our next workshop coming up February 9th through the 11th in Florida, just outside the most magical place on earth, Orlando. So call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY. That's 1-800-497-8748 or visit gatewaymen.com. Welcome to Pure Sex Radio with your hosts, Jonathan and Stephen. This dynamic program is designed to educate, encourage, and equip listeners with the tools necessary for living a life of sexual purity. Visit us online at puresexradio.com. And now, please welcome Jonathan and Stephen on Pure Sex Radio. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. We're glad to have you here with us. Yes, Uh, we are. My name is Jonathan, and I'm here with my good buddy and the guru of the Pure Sex Radio program, Stephen Cervantes. So, Stephen, welcome to the show. You're blessing me already. And that's the topic for the day, blessings. Yeah, awesome. And, and you know it's been a blessing already being here with you. Yeah, well, don't get ahead because oh, we want to we want to save something for the for the program, but uh so that just means Stephen's chomping at the bit here, you know, to really really get going, but Good to go. Uh before we do dive into kind of our topic for this uh this program, I just want to let you listeners know as we do periodically that we are a listener supported broadcast. What that means is the way you're either hearing us or seeing us is because we've had generous partners like you, Thank you. who listen, come along and uh, decide they want to give financially and continue to help us expand this ministry. We have a, an amazing, we have amazing opportunities to continue to expand this uh, program yes. into other countries. And we have listeners in over a hundred countries and it's encouraging to get feedback uh, from them. And so if you'd like to continue to see us doing this work all around the world, please go to puresexradio.com and click on the donate link. And we have a missionary that I'm thinking specifically of that said, when I was overseas, man, I counted on you guys to encourage me. So mm-hmm. so you blessing us helps us bless them, and it goes round and round. Absolutely. Well, and I am especially excited, Stephen. I'm, I want to just pass it right off to you because uh, we have— this incredible topic on the issue of blessing and the way we're kind of framing this is this is this is 40 blessings for a man's wife so this is this is really meant for kind of husband to wife so i want you to kind of introduce what we're going to be doing and then we can start kind of unpacking what this might look like for a husband blessing his wife so so first of all the 40 days it's going to be clear right away to some people why 40 days but why is that number popular Today it's pretty popular. You hear forty days of this and forty days of that. Well, from a from a Christian worldview, which is the worldview that we come from, that's a significant number throughout the Bible in, in history. Um, you had in Genesis, you had um, Moses, 
on the mountain for 40 days as he was having this intimate encounter with God. And that's where we uh, get the Ten Commandments. And so this was a this was a time of preparing his people for his law. And so Moses was on the on the mountain for 40 days. And then, then you have the season of the Exodus when God rescued his people from uh, Egyptian slavery. And then they are in the wilderness for 40 years in preparation of going into the promised land. Um, some of that was discipline, but also preparation for going into the promised land. And then you even when Jesus came on the scene... You even have this time of 40 days in the wilderness where he's being tempted by Satan in preparation for his public ministry. So there's That's this good. theme of 40 being a season of kind of preparing and launching into something new, something uh, uh, just the next phase of what God might have for you. Mm. And so I feel like um, when we attach that number to, to certain things that we do in our ministry, like the 40 Days of Purity online course that we have, I don't want people to think that it's arbitrary. You know, there's, right. a, there's a meaning behind it. We want to help people sort of launch into whatever the next thing is that God has for them that's full of blessing and full of goodness. That's and so right. That's kind of where we're going. Any connection to God, we're in, right? Right. So, so these blessings that we're going to talk about, and just the idea of blessing is going to be talked about today. But I want to say, since he was already making some biblical references, that all of these blessings are based on a verse mm-hmm. that's been... Uh, a lot of them came came out of Ephesians, but there are lots of New Testament verses. The, the verses aren't included, but but the blessing is built on a verse so that you know that. It's not just stuff that's popular to say. No, we want to camp on God's Word and mm-hmm. His truth. So... So know that there's a verse behind every one of these blessings. And then let's just talk about the idea of blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I said, why don't you collect a few thoughts about blessing that you want to say, and then I'll make a few notes about what I want to say. And so so when I say blessing, what comes to your mind? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is, again, it just kind of from a biblical standpoint in history, is you would have these patriarchs of the faith uh, with their sons give the blessing. They even called it the blessing. Mm. And it was sort of, a lot of it had to do with, uh, you know, attachment to um, inheritance in a lot lot of cases in terms of perpetuating the, the name and the family system and just kind of the ways things are done. But it was, it was significant. I mean, to the point that when, Jacob stole the blessing from his older brother Esau. There was, mm. I mean, it was like murderous anger that happened in that because it was seen as such a uh, a powerful thing. So one of the things that I would say sometimes for me to kind of define something, it helps me to think of what it's not. And the first thing that came to my mind of what it's not is a blessing is not merely a compliment. Mm. I think there's a different depth of dynamic of of meaning behind blessing, then I can pay you a compliment. Like, Stephen, you look really nice today. You know, you, 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 well, clean, you clean up pretty good. You, you, <laughs> you dress well. Uh, a compliment, I mean, that's a, that's a form maybe of blessing, but it's kind of the, maybe I could put it in sort of the elementary category okay. of blessing. I think a blessing is, is much more of a, uh, a transfer of goodness. I'm wanting to. I'm wanting to place a mantle of something good 
onto you and speak that over you. Ooh, that's good. In a way that it really gets down into your bones. Ooh, that's good. I and like a compliment, that. maybe a compliment can do that, but I tend to think of compliments as I can, you know, they're, they don't necessarily go deep into my soul. Mm. A blessing is, I think, meant to really transfer something into a person's soul that is good and and honoring. That's great. So now I want we're going to stop during this program periodically and just read a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, we could talk about it, but you know, there might be a, a single female out there that doesn't have anybody to read a blessing over them. So as we read these, we're not just just giving you samples. We want to speak blessing over the wives that are out there and and the single women and the older women, the women that haven't been loved on very well. You know, the Father wants you to be loved well. And if these words can speak to you, then so let it be. Mm. We, we speak in Jesus' name. We're just two guys trying to bl- send out blessings. And so so I just turned the sheets over. We're, we don't, we're not going to do them in order. We're going to give you a random sampling. So here's blessing number 28. Sweetheart, I want to encourage you and, and lift your spirit when you get down. You bless me. Your love carries me, and your strength helps me. You are a wonderful woman, and I want to encourage and thank you. My goal is to have a full, abundant life, and that is what God has promised. That is my goal, and I've made it my goal inside and out, and I want that for you too. Thank you for all that you bring to this marriage. And then there's a little prayer. Father, Please let my wife know she is deeply loved and bless her with love and fill me so that I can pour love into her. Mm. Yeah, so my question uh, to the listener out there is, do you, do you hear the difference between maybe what we might define as a compliment mm. and what you're hearing in that as a blessing? It just has a different, um, if I can put it this way, it just seems to have a different uh, depth to it. Yes, right. To the There's soul, a richness, right. like man, this goes. Yes. I don't know if a if a woman or a wife could hear that and be unmoved mm. by that. I mean, and maybe that's part of it too. A blessing is meant to move a person in their soul uh, and have a not a not to try to contrive a response out of somebody because that's mm-hmm. the other thing about blessing i believe blessing is one way mm. in other words this isn't fishing for a return blessing or for a return compliment and i really want the listeners to hear that because uh, husbands this isn't about you getting sex from your wife mm. okay this isn't about any kind of return <laughs> From her in terms of, hey, you know what, if, maybe this is a magic formula. Not a bartering. If I say these things, no, no, no. This is an offering. Maybe that's another way to consider yeah. a blessing is I'm making an offering to you that I want to pour something over mm. your life and over your soul that blesses you, that lifts you up, regardless of any kind of response you may or may not have to that. So so when we talk about blessing, four words came to mind. One, just as you said, that it's a gift. Mm. It's unconditional. It's just a gift. And it's a building up. It's Mm -hmm. always encouraging because we get tired, we get sad, we get lonely, we feel rejected. And it's a nurturing of the soul. 
It's not a pep talk. It's not a joke to make you laugh. I'm not trying to distract you and say, don't look at your pain. Look over here. Look over here. Isn't that a pretty sky or sunset? Don't look. Don't look. No, no. It's a nurturing of your soul. Mm. And it's about identity. What value and worth you really have. And when we remind ourselves of our true identity. You know, it's fun because I've been playing a lot this week with we live in two worlds. And we get messed up. You have to have two different thoughts side by side. Because sometimes we want to grab the spiritual stuff and put it on the, the physical stuff. Do it now, God. I said to do it. Just do it. You're God. Get over here and mm-hmm. do it. But but we're in his time frame and in his, in his plan. We're working his plan. And, but we're still alive today. And so we're going back and forth. And so we want these to be spiritual, nurturing, building, and showing you great identity. Mm-hmm. So I want to actually, I want to speak a blessing here, uh, just again, kind of choosing randomly from our our list of 40 blessings for a wife. Um, this is blessing number three. Dearest one, I have been challenged to focus on whatever is beautiful and worthy of praise. I am called to think of the beauty, focus on beauty, and talk of beauty. I'm being challenged to see beauty as a blessing. You are part of the beauty that exists in my life. You're a beautiful part of God's creation. You are beautiful. And then there's a short prayer here. Lord, help me express to my wife all the beauty she brings into my life. Wow. And what I love about this, wow. Stephen, is it, you know, we we have gotten so distracted in our culture with believing that the term beauty mm-hmm. is can only be attached to the physical. And we've cheapened it in many ways. We've we've degraded it through things like pornography and these other kind of things that then um, actually cheapen even the physical beauty of a person by by mm-hmm. relegating it to an object for my own use. But this expression of beauty in this blessing goes so much deeper. It's it's not mm. just about physical beauty. It includes that, I think. I think we do need to speak that over our wives, that we find them beautiful in their appearance and their radiance. But this goes also to the expression of beauty that comes through her in her creativity, in her mind, in her emotions, and just how she, um, her personality. Mm. There's a beauty and a and if I could even put it in these terms, beauty also um, to me it makes me lean in towards the uniqueness in which God has created each one of us. Men out there that are married, there's no one on the planet like your wife. Right. So some that's beautiful. There's a creativity. There's a uniqueness there mm-hmm. that can be celebrated and and blessed. And I love that that the thought of beauty and beautiful. And why? Because it like it touches us to our core. Mm-hmm. Why does beauty speak to all of us? Why is it like a uniting? We can stand together on the word beauty right now and be connected as one. Why? Because the Father is beautiful and he made the beautiful. And when we see beauty on this side, it's a reflection of beauty on the other side. It, it touches our spirit when you say beauty. It's like, yes, I want to participate. I want to enjoy beauty. I want to be with beauty. I want to be surrounded by beauty. And that's like eternity, mm-hmm. right? To be in awe of the beauty and the wonder. So I want Can, to read a blessing. You want to read one? Okay. Okay. So mine is blessing number 30. It says, Dear Bride, the Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue. 
And I'm called to speak life, words of encouragement, joy, and hope. God gives me the power to build up or tear down. I choose to speak words to build up. I choose to speak blessings. I want you to know you are a wonderful woman. You are a chosen daughter of the King. He has anointed you. He clothes you in righteousness. He loves you. Mm. And the prayer, Father, help me speak words that build up. Help me affirm my wife and lift her up with my words. Mm. What I love about that is, and it kind of, that that's almost an, uh, in some ways a, an umbrella over all of these blessings is just mm. the um, the importance of words. And I want the men out there to hear this. And, and it's one of these things where, let me just be honest with you, Stephen, you know, the old saying says, if you're pointing a finger at somebody else, three are pointing back at you, you know, that kind of a thing. So listeners, men out there, I'm saying this probably more for me than I am for you, but as men sometimes... Um, when it comes to our wives, a lot of men, we get roped into this false belief that says, listen, as long as I'm putting food on the table, providing, you know, and I'm present in terms of like, listen, I'm not abandoning her. I'm not, you know, cheating on her or anything like that. Then that's good enough. That communicates, right? That's, that's, Mm. and I love what Stephen has taught me over the years is to understand the difference between the word communicate and talk. Mm. There's a difference between, you can communicate without words, but what we're talking about here is you got to communicate with words and and choose wisely the words that you say, because words do matter, right, Stephen? And so what you're saying in this blessing is, I, I choose to speak words of life and joy and goodness over you, and I'm choosing those words intentionally because... I can't just assume that if I keep my mouth shut and live this model life, that that's necessarily connecting with you in, right, in terms of a right blessing. Right, next to you alone, I live a model life next to you, but don't engage you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, falls short. So I had a couple more thoughts on blessings that I wrote. A blessing is a vision, right? It talks about today and it talks about the future, Anybody giving you a blessing is also giving you a statement of love and value and worth. And they're saying, in essence, I see greatness. I see great things. Right? All the blessings in the Old Testament were about the greatness to come, right? And what's ahead. And it's like there is greatness waiting for you. And it works best if you live like a great one now. And how do we know that? Because someone cast a vision, it creates a vision, a blessing for us. And so when a, a father says to a son, boy, I can see you touching lives, that's a blessing and a vision. Mm-hmm. And the son says, you know what? I'm playing in the dirt. I don't get what my father says, but he's saying, he's saying I'm going to touch lives with my life. That's a vision. That's a blessing. That's bigger than the moment. That came from someone bigger than me creating something in me. That's what a blessing is. That's good. And I want to share one here then. I want to share with you uh, blessing number 11. It says, lovely wife, my life is richer and fuller with you in it. I want to express that thought to you right now. I'm grateful that you are here and with me. You make my life richer and fuller. 
I'm called by God to practice praise and thanksgiving. So please know my life would be smaller and shallower without you in it. Life is so much more with you by my side. And the prayer here is, Father, thank you for my wife. Thank you that she brings richness to my life. And, you know, as I was reading that, Stephen, the, the, one of the things that popped into my head was from the very beginning, we see the value and completeness hmm. that a wife brings to a husband. Because when Adam was alone, hmm. God said, it is not good. That hmm. state of being is not good. It's not good that you're alone. So I will make someone that fits you or completes you. And then we find out elsewhere in Proverbs that it says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. There is such a goodness and a completion that happens. And Mm. I think so many times we are, especially in the Western world and certainly in the United States especially, we we are trained to be very individualistic in our mindset. And that mm. that even then enters into I think marriage, where we the still me, me, we me. still just sort of keep living our separate parallel lives. Yes. And this blessing is saying, you know what? I'm actually acknowledging the the fullness that you bring in my life. In other words, I'm I'm admitting there's an incompleteness to me apart from you. That you you fill the gaps. You you complete me in a way that makes my life richer and fuller and so much more meaningful. Now, I'm curious. Uh, I want to look at the camera here and, and ask the wives out there. I'm, I'm incredibly curious to know, and we would love for you to give feedback on this. Uh, you, can, you can send your feedback to us at Twitter at PureSexRadio, or you can email us at mypoint at PureSexRadio.com. I'm curious on this front. If, if your husband were to speak that blessing that I just spoke, um, how would you respond to that? Would that would you have a response that was negative or <laughs> or like would you would you necessarily deny that? Like, no, 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 no. I don't bring anything to your life. I don't add anything to your life. I, maybe I'm being a little facetious <laughs> and sarcastic here, but I think that the reality is is first of all, most men, if we're if we're brutally honest, we know how much we need help. And I think if women and wives were honest in a non arrogant sort of way, they would recognize just how much they do complete their husbands. Yes. (laughs) The reality is that this guy would be a mess without me. And I think that's a good blessing to speak over I do too. And I love that that lovely. I just love the word lovely, you know, and that you make me more. Mm. Isn't it? It's so true that a wife makes us more Mm. and that we, we would be less. And then it sort of triggers me into the idea that we're really, don't forget, we're all on growth missions. And I want to have a talk at some point. Well, how come people are not on their mission? I don't get mm. that. But yeah. but that's a side question. We're, you're on a growth mission. That's why you listen to this podcast every week. You're on a growth mission, and we know it. And you're making a statement to God, to yourself, to your community, those around you. I'm on a growth mission. It is important to grow and to do things that, are, that build up and encourage. But I had a guy tell me something. He said, I came to a realization this week. My wife agitates me because she makes me look at me. (laughs) And you know, the agitation of my wife is a good thing. Because if I was not ever agitated by my wife, I could stay the same and die. 
And I thought, wow. Well, and it's, it, as soon as you said that word, you know what I thought of? A washing machine. <laughs> you know what that device yeah, is called? Yeah. In, it's a, called an agitator. <laughs> so that's how everything gets clean is it's continually beating up those clothes, you know. To <laughs> Beat the weakness out of me. Yeah. So, but if you think about that, isn't that great when she upsets you you have to look at you. Now mm-hmm. we don't. We lash out at her. Right. That you did this to me. But whatever feelings I'm feeling are about me. So when you get <laughs> agitated, think about it. God is growing you through your wife. Mm-hmm. Remember we said wives make us more because they add to us. But they also agitate us so that we can fling off the weak things mm-hmm. and become more. Well, in that in that regard, I'd love to share this uh, one one blessing here. As we have a few minutes left, um, blessing twenty two, beautiful bride, God is growing me. God is working on me. I'm His project. As such, I know you have felt me going through growing pains. Sometimes I throw fits and resist challenges. I know sometimes I can be difficult. Thank you for being my helper and friend. I need a faithful helper and friend in my life. And you are, here's the word, my lovely. Mm. Thank you. You bless me. And then the prayer is, Father, please renew my wife. Give her strength and wisdom. Bless and lift her up. And so when you were saying lovely, lovely. when you were saying, listen, we've, we need uh, help and all this kind of stuff, it made me think of, of that blessing there. The love of Jesus mm-hmm. right, coming out of you makes you lovely. Right? And part of this, too, is when you're talking about that, that man who was saying, listen, I'm recognizing that the, the things that previously I would resist in terms of seeing as an irritant from my wife, I'm recognizing yeah. that's sharpening me and crafting me. That's sort of just the way truth operates. It, right. it exposes where we have false beliefs. It exposes where we need help. And light exposes what's in the dark, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important for husbands out there, even though we're, we're couching this as this is something that husbands can do to bless their wives, we need to be able to recognize on the back end about how God has positioned us in that relationship for our growth through her. Yes. And if we'll open ourselves up to that, man, it really reduces a ton of stress in our relationship. And, and men also need to do that to one another. Mm-hmm. If you go out and play with another guy and he never agitates you, makes you think, challenges you, right? He's a friend and he's comfort, but that's not a growth friend, right? Yeah. Because you and I, as soon as we walked in, we started talking. We're throwing stuff and up on the board over There's here. a whiteboard, and Jonathan's drawing his model, and I'm drawing my model, and we're trying to capture information. How are we going to pass it out? How are we going to order and organize ourselves? God is the God of order, and we are truly knowable, right? And this is a skill of God, to bless one another. You can practice this good skill, or you can wave it off. It's your call, men. Mm-hmm. And wives do not go, oh, well, that's not for me. No, please download this give it to your daughter if you're a mother right use this tool let the kingdom be built up from this one little tool well and with the last couple minutes that we have remaining i do want us to talk about how what is the best use for this like we talked a little bit about blessing listen kind of how do you unpack that what does that mean it's you know it's more than just a compliment there's a sense of you're connecting you're trying to to pour something into that person's soul that enriches them and grows them and helps them see them it's, it's a way of honoring them. How can a husband use this tool? Um, what if a wife is listening and her husband is listening? How would you address that? And then maybe a little bit of, of 
what's the what's the best mindset for giving a blessing, but then also how do you receive a blessing? Maybe, okay, maybe so give the, a little bit of instructions you, on If I on mess that. up and miss something, you fill in, okay? Sure. So men, I'd suggest you download this, and then at dinner time on Valentine's Day, whip, whip this thing out and start saying, I would just like to bless you. And maybe you get through five or six of them, and maybe she cries or she celebrates or you end up on the couch kissing. I, I don't know what <laughs> happens. Whatever God does, whatever he wants to do when blessings flow. But... But then make a personal commitment. I'm asking you to, over the next few days, do all 40 of those. Mm -hmm. You could take a whole day and do them and just start in the morning, say one, or the next day. You know what I mean? Use it as a tool. But if you're a wife and and your husband may not be listening, well, help him. Download it. Make it available. And then if if you have daughters and you have son-in-laws, right, pass Mm -hmm. the tool around. Let the women ask and let the men know it's good. And so... The whole waiting, waiting to be loved thing. No, no, work at it. Let's work at this so that we can grow blessings and love. That is great, Stephen. And we will be um, we will be putting that up on the website with the show notes. And so, uh, if you go to puresexradio.com, dot uh, com, we will have that there with the show notes. Also, if you're getting it through a podcast distributor, iTunes, or any of these others. They usually have the show notes there too, and it it'll be in there. But um, I I highly encourage you, men, get out there, do this. This is something you can do proactively to bless your wife in a way that I I I'm not one to make many guarantees, but I'm pretty <laughs> confident this will speak to her soul in a way that is enriching for her. And guys, it's a, it's a blessing for you too. It's a blessing for you to be able to to give this kind of a yeah, gift. Yeah, and your, God your gave wife. us the words. We did the packaging. All you got to do is download. Exactly. Well, thank you, everybody, for being with us, and we look forward to having you back here again next week on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. Thank you. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.